0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Nick Tiffany's Movie Reviews in the podcast form. Today we're talking about No Hard Feelings. Jennifer Lawrence starring, producing, in what many on the line have been calling her return for the sex comedy. You know, comedy in general, I feel like, is few and far between these days when it comes to most theatrical offerings, especially Definitely see more comedies on streaming, I'd say. But the quality of those comedies is severely lacking, if you ask me. So just like everybody else, when I saw the trailer for this movie, I'm like, okay, she needs a car. Some helicopter parents are like, hey, someone date our child and get him out of his shell, and we'll give you a car to use, essentially. And the raunchiness ensues. The trailer was great. It's great to see Jennifer Lawrence again, truthfully. I mean, I know the world is a fan of her, but really, she is just so entertaining anytime she's on screen. I know, especially at the award shows, hosting events, everything, people really have seen this funnier side of her, who I think is just naturally who she is. Obviously, she's an exceptional actress when it comes to dramatic roles. I mean, she could do anything, and she has showed us that. But she Kills when it comes to comedy and this role is just freaking hilarious this film I think finds itself in between you know maybe end of Gen Z somewhere with the millennials there's a lot of breathing room you know she's a little older than 30 there's this 19 year old kid you know she's trying to keep her home She's trying to get a car because she needs to work her job because she's been screwing things up in her life. And it's like, dude, this is easy. All I got to do is, quote, date this kid for the summer and I get a car. Cool. Done. And, you know, Matthew Broderick and Laura Bernetti, um, they play Andrew Barth Feldman's parents in the movie Allison and Laird, um... And just the first interaction even just between the parents and talking about, oh, well, you know, our son does all these things. Of course, they're loaded. The parents are exceptionally rich. kids kid's got everything in the world he could ever need. Video games, VR, you name it. I mean, he's got it in his room, and he just doesn't leave. And so when Jennifer Lawrence answers the ad, it's like, oh, dude, you, you might be a little bit older than the early 20s that we were looking for. But to her credit, you know, an older woman could perhaps give him the the time and affection that a younger woman at the time couldn't. And so, pretty quickly you get off to the races with Jennifer Lawrence trying to woo Andrew, Fel, or Andrew Feldman's Percy. Just, uh, you know, I say woo, not really woo. I mean, she comes on hard, and she comes on fast. And, you know, 19-year-old him is like, I don't... I think some of these are innuendos, but oh my goodness, I don't know what to do. This insanely attractive woman is talking to me, and I don't... Is she talking to me? Does she mean to be? Like, is she kidnapping me? Um, Gene Stepensky, who wrote the film, directed it. I was reading the other day. You know, he and part of the cast had answered questions, because they're like, oh, this is kind of like a pretty screwed-up premise, you know? Having an older woman date a 19-year-old kid, and you know, do the parents want him to have sex with the girl, whatever, you know. You know, the more you look at anything, maybe you can really dissect it like that. But the way the movie presents everything uh, really surprised me in the sense of how interesting and deep the story was. And how, like some of the best romantic comedies, they've got a great undertone of some drama that really helps shape and maybe change the characters as well in terms of completing arcs and in terms of, you know, how can you see horny Jennifer Lawrence in this film and nerdy 19-year-old Percy in this film? How does that work? How could these two ever get along in some world? But when you have got people really just trying to understand each other or spending time with each other, it's crazy the commonality you can find, the trust that they both can provide. And so while there are just so many moments in this movie that are, like, laugh-out-loud funny. There are a ton of really touching moments sprinkled in between that kind of really help round the story out and, again, give Jennifer Lawrence a chance to kind of showcase that more serious, dramatic side of her. And Andrew Barth Feldman kills it. And, you know, I I don't know if I've seen him before in any other movies, but this dude... Held his own against Academy Award winning Jennifer Lawrence and has this, you know, dorky confidence to him throughout the film, though, that's just tons of fun to watch in his interactions with her and watching how he kind of comes out of his shell around her and so many different things. I mean, he killed it. The kid is great. I think this is a good jumping off point for him because the two of them have a fantastic chemistry together and it's just really really enjoyable to watch um it was funny the theater that I saw it in you know I at 27 I was on the younger side of the audience I would say and you know my fiance and I were busting the gut laughing at some of these things and it was one of the first times where I'm like are there older members of the audience who don't understand this joke I'm like, at one point, I was probably on the younger side of someone who might understand it. But now I'm here like, oh, you know, I, I feel like Captain America. I'm like, ah, I get that reference. Yes. I, I I know some of what the kids are saying these days, too. And on that same side of the coin, I'm like, I, I think I know what this kid's talking about. I'm like, I, I've, you know, I've got a couple younger sisters. I think I know some of what the, the youth are talking about these days, some of their slang, but... It was just interesting to see which jokes landed or which ones made sense for the audience. And I think there were things I'm like, "Ah, man, these old people, they don't they don't even get this reference of ours." And then here I am like, what, is, what does that kid mean when he said this?" <laughs> or I'm like, "I don't I don't get kids doing this, but okay, sure." Um and it's a really good kind of meditation too on the fact that as things have grown so technological, as parenting for some has become so, hey, we're just going to let our kid do whatever we want or whatever he wants, she wants. We're going to give him everything in the world. We're not going to make him work for anything. We're just going to hand it to him. I mean, it's extremely detrimental. I see it all the time where I work. I see kids who clearly were raised by their iPads and online rather than by actual parents. And it really does create a world where... So many of these kids don't know how to do anything for themselves. Whether it's scheduling an appointment somewhere, whether it's folding laundry, doing laundry, helping with the dishes, so many things like oh, how how do I do that again? Or how do I turn this hose on? Where where do you find the spigot? I don't what is a spigot? Um there's just so many things in this film that like ring true. Maybe at least to me because I was kinda caught somewhere. In between these generations that still played outside, but still had access to technology. I mean, it still grew up playing Xbox 360 and having iPhones and Androids and iPads and early VR back when Google was using cardboard boxes in your phone. Um, But... I had certainly seen the impact too, though, of kids who it was like, oh man, they don't they don't go outside and play in the streets anymore. They're not at the basketball courts playing pickup in the summers or down by the river. There's just been a total shift in priority or in like, oh, you know what what do kids our age do these days? You know, we we get online, we socialize, we get together, and we're online and we're on our phones. And so the way Jennifer Lawrence's character is looked at in this film too by some of his peers is really funny because she's like, Oh my God, you guys are tech obsessed. (laughs) There's, I won't spoil anything, but there's the really funny moment where she's going around a party and she's trying to find this kid. And it's like every room she's in, you're like, you know, there's three kids on a bed together Three adults will say, you know, a guy and a couple girls, but they're all just on their phone. (laughs) She's like, doesn't anybody have sex these days? Like, what do you guys do at parties? Like, why are we all here if you're just filming everything or on your phones? And then obviously there's moments where they're like, she's like an old fogey. Like, what are you doing trying to blah, 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 blah. It's just all around. I laughed my ass off. Had a really great time. The story really surprised me in the best ways. Uh, Really, truly. I mean, just overall, top to bottom. We came out of the theater and it was like, that's one of the best movies I've seen this year. Just across any category, any drama, comedy, superhero deal, whatever. I'm like, this was extremely entertaining, poignant, had some really great emotional beats, and just told an interesting story at the end of the day. And did it respectfully, sometimes raunchily, but all in all, I mean, it's the the perfect concoction. They found the right mix to tell this story and how to do it effectively. So, everybody should go see this one. This is one where I'm like, yeah, go to the movie theaters for this. Take the friends, take a date, whomever, you're going to have a great time with it. And God, we need more Films like this We need more comedies We need more straight comedies in general uh, But Hearkening to those days of the The rom-com It feels like we need a A rom-connaissance Matthew McConaughey had his reconnaissance, And we saw It's possible for someone to come back From those Maybe questionably shitty rom-coms Still make himself a star Maybe we need him to come back and remake a rom-com, and just get the ball rolling in a new direction for a new set of audiences. Because these movies are great. This is how you want to spend a time at the movie. I mean, it's going to play just as well at home as it would in the theater, but it just feels so much better to laugh with an audience who really gets it and understands it, too. So, Jennifer Lawrence, hats off to you. You keep doing your thing, girl. Do more movies like this. Obviously, keep doing your Oscar films, but God, she she's just terrific, truly, truly one of the best talents we've got. So keep your eye out for this. Make sure you see it in the theater at the very least, but at home you've got to. There's just no excuses. We'll catch you next time because we've got more box office big budget films coming. We got Indiana Jones, we got Mission Impossible, Barbie, and Oppenheimer. This summer, despite some of the quality of some of these films, you can't say that it's been a bad summer. It has been a great summer for movies, just in terms of the the breadth of films that you've got at your disposal. So, pick right and go see No Hard Feelings. Thanks, and we'll see you next time, guys.